episode five of the Broken Glass podcast, Scaling a Business and Creating Community with Katherine Forbes. You're listening to the Broken Glass podcast, a podcast with a mission to highlight women in the music industry through their stories, from their successes to their trials and tribulations. We'll share tools and resources available to you to make your music dream job come to life or to start that business you've always wanted to own. But most of all, you'll be a part of the Broken Glass community where we support and encourage each other and open the doors to working in music. I'm your host, Christy Jacobson, entrepreneur, music lover, wonderluster, and dreamer. Welcome to the show. Welcome back to the Broken Glass podcast. Today's episode features Catherine Forbes, Nashville-based founder of Designing the Row, a website design business, and Music Biz Besties, an online music community for women in music. Have you joined the Broken Glass Media email list yet? I've been working really hard these last few weeks and have some exciting things in the pipeline. Join the email list at brokenglassmediallc.com and don't forget to check out the Broken Glass Collective group on Facebook at facebook.com slash groups slash Broken Glass Collective. And now let's welcome Catherine Forbes. All right. Well, welcome to the Broken Glass podcast, Catherine. I'm really excited to be um, talking to you today. Um, you're uh, the founder of your own company, correct? Designing yeah. Duro? Yes, I am. Okay. And Music Biz Besties, which right. I joined, which I'm excited to be a part of. <laughs> I love all the, all the prompts you do, and it's really a, it's a lot of fun to be in there. Um, so tell me a little bit about yourself and uh, kind of what you're doing now with both and, and, and as yourself and personal. Sure. And thanks for having me. I'm excited to um, be on your new podcast and see where this takes you. My pleasure. Um, so designing the row is my website design business. I design websites primarily for musicians, um, but also for music industry companies, um, and just really any other referrals I get. Um, and Music Biz Besties is a community that I started for women in music around the same time I started designing the row uh, because I was looking for a community myself. Working alone at home <laughs> gets pretty lonely. So I needed somewhere to turn, some people to talk to, and I started Music Biz Besties. So it started as a Facebook group and has grown into so much more, which which I really love. Yeah, that's really cool. And I do go out, you know, work a nine to five in an office, but to be able to connect with other women in the music industry across the country, I think that's really cool uh, to have something like that. Yeah. And there really are so many people who do have other jobs other than the music that they're pursuing. So it's nice to connect with those people too, and just know that everybody's on this journey together, making it work somehow or other. So how did you get involved in the music industry and, and what really interested you about it? I started playing piano when I was seven. So music has really been my thing pretty much forever. And I went to college for music technology and piano performance. So I thought I would be a producer or in the studio. Um, but after a couple years in college, I realized that maybe that wasn't for me, but I was enjoying the web coding classes that I was taking. So I decided to do my senior project as a website instead of recording a CD. So music has really always been my thing, but it kind of has evolved over time. And now here I am. What college did you go to? I went to Virginia Tech. Not all that far from, from Tennessee then. 
No, and I grew up in North Carolina, so I just say that I've been hopping states. <laughs> <laughs> um, what what prompted you to to move to Nashville then? Well, I wanted to be in music, and so I figured Music City was a good place to start. <laughs> um, we didn't have any music business classes at Tech, so I really had no idea where to start. And someone, one of my uncle's friends, um, was nice enough to talk to me, and he said, "If you want to be in music, you need to be in." Nashville, New York, or LA. And I say that um, LA was too far for me and New York is too cold. So it was pretty much, okay, well, I'm going to Nashville. Nashville yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, I did the, the whole move across the country. I, I grew up in New Jersey. So, okay. So yeah, you went really far. <laughs> yeah, actually I was, um, I was pretty close to New York, but um, my grad school was in, in Los Angeles. So I just made the, the move and I loved it here. So I decided to stay, but, um, I've been to Nashville and I, I do love it there. So, um, well, I need to make it out to LA. So when I do, I'll, yes, I'll let you let know. Me know <laughs> next. Um, yes. so did, are you a country fan or did that kind of come with, you know, I'm going to Nashville because of, you know, location. And then you started getting involved in, in country music or do you even get involved in country music at all? I actually, <laughs> I liked country music in high school and college, but the longer I'm in Nashville, the less I like it, actually. <laughs> I'm more involved in like Americana, bluegrass, folk uh, okay. music world. Yeah, which, actually. I mean, a lot of people think of Nashville as country, but for me, I've never even really done anything in country music since I've been here for seven and a half years. Oh. So there's a lot of music in Nashville. It's not just country. Yeah, I've heard there's um, a, a growing uh, like indie alternative scene as well. Yeah, very much so. What did um, uh, designing the row, what did it look like when you started? And how, how have you been able to scale that to what it is today? So I was in artist management when I was starting designing the row. And I was doing websites for the artists that were on the roster. And other managers started coming to us asking who did the websites. And the lady that I worked for was kind enough and nice enough to support me and doing my own thing. And she just started recommending me to all of her manager friends. And it kind of took off on its own. And as she was slowing down towards retirement, she was really nice in helping me to promote me to her friends and just really help me kickstart my business. So for about nine months or so, I was working on my own. Um, I moved out of her little office and across the hall into my own office and started taking on my own clients. And if she needed something, she would come over to my office and ask me for something. So I was working for myself and for her at the same time and just, you know, trying to figure out what I wanted to do and how I was going to do it. And she retired at the end of 2016. And that's obviously when I went full time. And since then, I've just been refining my processes and doing as many websites as possible. That's great to have that kind of support. It really was. And it, I mean, it couldn't have been better if I planned it. Yeah. Cause you know, a lot of times in the industry, depending on where you go, you really don't see that it's, they see it as competition, but to have someone right. that was really wanting to help you, you know, get settled on your own. That's, that's really great to have that kind of support. It was. Yes. Yeah. I went onto your website and I see that you do um, a lot with Squarespace and you're mm -hmm. a Squarespace verified instructor, I think it was. Yeah, yeah authorized trainer is the official okay. term. So do you do you do a lot of coding independent or you just kind of go a lot on through Squarespace and 
and that? Or did you, do you like use the advanced tools and everything? Or Yeah, so I exclusively designed through Squarespace. When I started out, I was doing a whole lot of just coding from scratch, but found that when I was finishing the sites and launching them and then trying to hand them over to the clients, they kept coming back to me every time they needed to add a new tour date or a new blog post or a new anything to the site. And that was taking up the time that I could and wanted to spend designing new websites. So that's when I searched for and found Squarespace, which is an easier platform to use and maintain. And so I can go in with my coding knowledge and make Squarespace look a little bit better than just your average user with my coding knowledge. Um, But it doesn't require the user at the end to have to know all that. I set it up on the front end and then they can go in and add blog posts or tour dates or whatever they need to add after it's launched without me. Yeah, I use Squarespace for my own website and, you know, I know there's a lot more that I could do if I knew (laughs) knew the writing behind it, but it's, you know, makes it easy to, you know, like you said, for the the people on the other end to just add things quickly. And uh, yeah, and I really, I mean, websites shouldn't be something that a website designer holds hostage. (laughs) I really want my clients to really love and use their website. Um, So that's my goal behind it. Yeah. So do you, you do, um, I saw you do some courses on, on, on Squarespace and setting up website. Um, do you do like in-person trainings too, or? Yeah. So I can, I can do an in-person workshop. That's what my authorized trainer badge or whatever you want to call it, um, gives me permission to do. Um, but I do have that online video training series. Um, so you can do it wherever you are, whenever you want. And just go through my, I think it's 12 videos, um, and watch me sign websites. I'm going to have to look into that so I can amp up mine a little bit. <laughs> um, so Music Biz Besties, um, you had kind of told me a little bit of background about it earlier, the inspiration behind it. You you know wanted to connect with people while you were working from home. Um so what was the process like for developing the group and, and expanding it? Um, you said it started as Facebook and then it, it went from there. Um, did mm-hmm. you just share it with your friends or how did you start kind of reaching out to people to, to join it? Well, I, I really thought it would be a small group of 30 people or so that I knew personally or maybe a friend's friend who joined it. And so I just created a Facebook group, invited like five people um, sent out a couple messages and three days later I had 300 people. <laughs> um, so I didn't really intend for that to happen and I didn't really try for that to happen. Um, it just kind of organically happened. So I didn't, I don't know, it just happened and now it is what it is. So, um, in that first week I realized that there were people joining from really all over the world and Canada and Australia and I mean, in the U.S., people in L.A. and New York, and I thought, okay, well, we should be able to connect more than just in this Facebook group because now there's a couple hundred people and you can't just look through the member list and figure everybody out. So I started collecting everyone's info and started a what I call the bestie directory. So you can search the website. So say you're looking for a social media manager, you can you can type in social media or you can type in New York and you can find people to connect with that way. Um, so if you're traveling, you can meet up with besties in the cities that you're traveling to, or if you're looking to hire, or if you just want to connect with another songwriter, 
that's why I created that. And then once I had the website going, I kept hearing people say that they were looking for jobs. So I figured that I could take all the jobs that I get in my inbox every now and then and turn it into a job form. So the next thing I know, I had a job form and then I was updating it weekly. So it just kind of organically grew just from what I heard people were wanting and needing. And now there's a blog. There's, I mean, I I launched actually a lot of stuff today. There's a mentorship program. There's printables that you can download. Um, And then later this week, I'm releasing, I guess I can tell you because this podcast isn't going to come out before Friday. So (laughs) um, I'm going to release what I'm calling the bestie box. And it's just going to be all of the resources that I've created over the past couple years in one box. So you can get a tour manager planner, a social media planner. You can get my marketing workbook. Um, I have a 2019 calendar um, that promotes songwriters in the group and the Spotify playlist that I've created. Um, There's a cute little koozie that comes in it. So just kind of a little bit of everything. And it just has organically grown and my creative mind loves that. (laughs) Yeah. I, I've been on, you know, your website and I, I joined your, your Facebook group and I think it's really important, especially, you know, today for women to connect and and to collaborate. And, you know, it's kind of what I was looking for. And it wasn't until I was um, talking with Caitlin, um, Caitlin Wolf, that, you know, she told me about and I started looking into it because, you know, I felt like in LA here, you know, it's, at a first, when I graduated, it was, you know, every man for himself, <laughs> every right. for himself. And, you know, just to have that kind of network, it's incredible, you know, just the, the things that we women can, can do together. Right. Well, I think so. I think we can all learn from each other. Yeah, definitely. And this industry is just so much about networking. And I, I've talked about that a lot. And I actually, a couple weeks ago, I had a podcast on that. And I hated it at first. Like I was, I couldn't, couldn't do it. Couldn't talk to people. Um, you know, if I had to be in a room with someone, I just, I would stay like on the wall and, and you, you kind of learn that's what you have to do. And I think that's, what's so great about social media and Facebook now is that that's all in one, you know, you can go online and I can talk to somebody in Nashville, like talk to somebody in New York and, and connect and share ideas. And, and I, I love what you're doing with the job openings too, because I feel like, you know, that too, like we don't share that enough with each other. And mm-hmm. it's just a lot of, you know, it, it kind of the outside looks like it's a lot of competition. But once you get into something like this in a group, it turns into such a collaborative effort. Yeah. And that's really the whole goal. I mean, I was the girl on the wall at the events too. And I mean, I still can be. Um, so when I created this event, I was hoping that that would help creating the directory if I ever wanted to go to an event. Mm-hmm that I could reach out to whoever was in Nashville and be like, Hey, do you want to go to this event with me? And now it's crazy because I go to events and people come up to me and say, are you Catherine? I'm in your group. (laughs) So it's been perfect for my introvert self to have created this community that is coming to me at events. So I don't feel as lonely or awkward anymore. (laughs) No, that's great. And uh, I'm trying to just get some people, at least in LA here together to kind of do that. And, you know, I'd love to start hosting events where, you know, here, you know, we can all get together in one room and, and just, you know, chat about different topics or whatever. Do you, do you host anything like that? Or do you just, you know, kind of promote the events and then go? Yeah, it started um, a meetup, like a monthly meetup, um, 
in early 2017 and did those all of last year. And there was, I even reached out to people and there were some in London and there were some in New York and people from all over were hosting them for me and we would do them all on the same day. Um, but ever since I started the songwriter series this year, um, I've kind of slacked off on just the regular meetups um, and people are telling me to bring those back. So I think uh, next month in November is the Music Biz Bessie's two year anniversary. So I'm going to, I think I'm going to do a big party for that. Congrats. Thank you. Uh, so what's the, the songwriter series? What's, is that like a, a yeah. you meet up with people or? So Tori Martin, who is in the Besties group, um, was asked to play around earlier this year and ended up asking a lot of Besties to play it with her. And um, the, I guess you call him the venue coordinator, whatever his title is, asked her if she would continue booking because he really liked the lineup that she brought. And I saw her a couple weeks later and she's like, oh, I brought all these besties and they want me to do it again, but that's so much work and I don't know what to do. So I had been wanting to host a songwriter series for a long time. So I just asked if we could do it together. And I think this month will be the ninth one that we've done. So Tori and I just get together every couple months and we pick a lineup of nine people for each month and we do a three-hour songwriter night with three rounds of three people each and it's a lot of fun yeah, is it is it just is it just performance or is there kind of like songwriter training or it's just performance it's like a writer's round night okay that's great to get more people together in, in a room that share similar interests uh yeah and if I can help promote the people in the group doing what they're doing then and I love that. I'd love to be able to take this on the road too and put together a Besties songwriter series in LA or in New York. Yeah. Um, some of those things I hope are all in the future. Yeah, I've actually um, met and friended a couple people in LA from your group. So we'll have oh, to work together and help help you bring it out here. Yes, please. <laughs> when you were, you know, starting your own business, and you know, you said you had a lot of support. Did you have any, you know, come across any kind of resistance? Um, as as a woman trying to enter space in the music industry, or or did you not experience that because of the, the level of support that you had? Um, I mean, I'm sure that people have thought things or said things about me because I'm a, in my 20s and I'm a girl. Um, but I don't know. I just try not to think about it. I try not to let it get to me. And I always just think back to these are the things I've done. This is what I've accomplished. They can think that about me, but I don't need to work with them if that's how they feel. Um, but there's, I mean, there's definitely been resistance and starting a business. It's hard. Um, you go from having the support, you know, you're going to get a paycheck. You know, you have the stability, you know, where like, you know, that work is coming to you and you're not going to get fired next month. Um, but when you start a business, it's like, okay, well, I have to make these people trust me. I have to make them pay me. I have to make them stick around and I have to do work and I have to find more clients. So that's really been the hardest part for me. Um, just kind of resisting, um, I just feeling resistance against promoting myself really is the hardest part. Um, right. Yeah. Is it, it a lot of word of mouth now still, or, or do you, um, do you still have to go and, and find prospective clients? It is word of mouth and it has been the whole time. I think one of the biggest lessons I had to learn was to stop spending so much time on social media 
uh, spending time promoting on social media feels productive. But at the end of the day, I realized that that's not where my business was coming from. People who are looking for websites are not looking at ads for website designers on Facebook. They're asking their friends who did their website or they're looking at websites they like to figure out who did that. So this year, I've really just kind of not cut off social media, but I've switched focus from social media to building relationships. And that's that's really helped a lot. Yeah, uh, relationship management's definitely um, kind of key, I think, in our industry too. And that For way, sure. you're not adding to the noise as well with you know more social media because there's just so much out there. There's so much, and just because someone, some marketing guru or whatever you want to call them, says that you need to write blog posts every day or you need to send out these kinds of emails. Um, that doesn't mean it's right for everybody. Uh, so I had to learn that maybe that was the resistance. It's more like inner resistance that I've had um, to go against what everybody's t- everybody's told me or what people told me I couldn't do. Um, I've had to just persist and um, fight the resistance on that to do it my own way. Just carve your own path. Right. Um, what What are you looking forward to in the future? Now you said you're releasing um, the box at the end of this week Mm -hmm. um is there anything else I think I saw you were starting a challenge yes so for this fourth quarter of 2018 I have some goals that I want to reach so I figured I could invite everybody else along to do this um goal challenge with me so if anyone listening wants to join in I have like a 13 page workbook you can download and you can write out your goals and figure out really why you want to achieve those and how you're going to do it and then predict kind of what road uh, roadblocks you're going to hit. So especially in this quarter, the holidays are coming up. Um, I know that that'll be a roadblock. People don't necessarily want to work a lot. Um, so how are you going to work around that to um, achieve your goals? So yeah, I'm excited. I, um, I even printed out the workbook. I mean, I wrote it, but I printed it out and filled it out myself. And even just writing out my goals, uh, pen and paper, and then writing out my intentions behind them. Today, I've already been so productive and so motivated. So yeah, I'm excited about that. And I'm excited to see what happens in the next three months. Yeah, I'll have to, I've been meaning to join it. I had such a crazy day. (laughs) Yes, I know how that goes. I'll have to download that and join your challenge. Um, Because, you know, I think it's important, like you said, like you went through it. And just writing things down and being able to see it visually, you know, it's one thing to think, oh, I need to do this. But I think when we can really see it right in front of us, this is what we need to do. Um, And then to have it as a group challenge, too. Um, That way you have support from other people. Yeah. And that's that's really what the Music Biz Besties is all about. So if I can help people achieve their goals and do it all together, then... That would make me happy. Awesome. <laughs> um, is there anything else you're looking forward to in the future um, besides the challenge in the box? Um, yeah, I think just um, in January, that'll mark two full years of designing the row. So I'm just excited. I feel like I've kind of, I haven't figured it all out, <laughs> but I've gotten past the initial rocky start uh, and I'm excited for, I'm always excited for a new year um, and just to, to see what year three brings. Um, I, I launched 17 websites from January 
um, through June. And then my goal from July to the end of December was 30. So if I can almost double what I did in the second half of this year, like I can't even imagine what next year will bring. Yeah. Did, did you meet your goal or are you going to meet your goal? I think so. I'm on track. And that's what yeah. <laughs> part of why I created this challenge to, to keep the motivation up so I can make it happen. That's a, that's a lot of websites. <laughs> I know it's like one yeah. a week. <laughs> well, I guess you know that is that's your full time job, right? It's just is designing websites, so right. that's really awesome. So you know you you do offer a lot of resources. I know on your website, um, are, is there anything that you would recommend for women, you know, wanting to start in the industry or um, wanting to start their own business? Um, yeah, I'd say just take in as much as you can. Um, whether it's from my group or another group or something completely different, just, um, just immerse yourself in, in podcasts and blogs and books and just soak it all in and also take time for yourself. So I love, um, I mean, one of my favorite things is like reading a business book in the bath. <laughs> um, it just like, it gets me away from my computer, away from my to-do list, but um, it's still, gets my creative business mind flowing. Um, and I always wake up the next morning, like with so many ideas and really motivated to get working. <laughs> so that's, that's my favorite thing. Is there, um, is there any book in particular podcast in particular that, that you're, that's your favorite that inspires you? Yeah, I actually pulled, um, three over here by my desk so I could tell you which <laughs> ones they were. Um, so she means business by Carrie oh, Green. I love that one. Yes. She's my favorite. And then the You Are a Badass books by um, Jen Sincero. Um, Yeah, I love those. Um, And as far as podcasts, um, lately I've been on a kick of The Lively Show. Um, Jess Lively, I've been listening to her since like 2012. And she just started a new season and I'm all about it. So I would recommend that one. And um, Lori Harder has a great podcast um, called Earn Your Happy. And um, Melissa Griffin's Pursuit with Purpose is another really good one. Yeah, I've, I've listened to uh, Lori Harder's. I haven't listened to the other two, though. I'll have to, I'll have yeah. to give those a listen. And You, you Are a Badass actually is kind of what started all of my... <laughs> My, my blog and my oh, podcast, nice. I, you know, I started reading it. It was January 1st. I went out and bought it and I was like, I need to do something. I just need to, I need to be motivated. And I started reading and then it just, everything kind of went from there. <laughs> so right. did you get the, the yellow one or the both, green one? Actually. And she's actually coming Same. out with a new one I saw. Um, I think it's this fall. You are a badass every day. Oh, yes. well, I will be reading that. <laughs> it's, um, <laughs> It's pocket-sized inspiration and guidance. So it sounds like it's not like her full oh, nice. book, but it's um, something you could probably just carry with you. And, you know, those days where you're just feeling like, I don't want to do this anymore, or, you know, really frustrated. Because mm-hmm. that's, you know, what I do is when I, you know, I get frustrated. I'm like, okay, what would Jen say? <laughs> right. And I go back to one of her quotes. Uh-huh. And, okay, you know, just like kind of a reset my mind. and yes. One of my, I guess, two of my other favorites. Um, have you heard of Marie Forleo? Ah, uh, the name's familiar, but I'm um, not sure. 
She has a program called B School, which is business school. Um, so I took that right after I started designing the row um, and just love all the things that she does. Um, and her motto is everything is figure outable. <laughs> I love that. So if you get stuck, she's just like, everything is figure outable. And then um, Gabby Bernstein, um, she's got all sorts of books. Um, but I recently downloaded her affirmation app which sounds super cheesy, but it's nice to wake up every morning and just have a new little quote to, to think of all day. Yeah. I'll have to, I'll have to download that. Um, I have a gratitude journal that I fill out, um, every morning. So the one thing is, you know, you talk about what you're grateful for and then you have to do one or two affirmations. Mm -hmm. And I, I love that, you know, it kind of helps me get in, you know, my mindset for the day and, and keep positive no matter what kind of comes comes across my plate. Definitely. I love all those things. Um, Monday when I was creating the, um, workbook for the challenge, the affirmation was when I commit to empowering intentions, the energy of the universe supports me. And I thought that was super perfect for, um, what I was setting out to do that day. So I was like, I got this. Let's do it. (laughs) Well, awesome. Thank you so much for talking today and telling me a little bit more about you know your businesses and um and uh, i'll of link course. to the group so that people uh listening can can come join us and talk everything music business and life and uh, yes that would be awesome. great thank you so much Catherine. it's great to talk to you sure you're welcome thanks for having me thank you for listening to the broken glass podcast if you like the show and want to know more Visit www.brokenglassmediallc.com, subscribe to the podcast, and don't forget to leave a review. Join me each week to hear new stories, learn all about the tools and resources available to you, and get tips for building a career in music. If you're interested in becoming part of a community of supportive women in music, join our secret community on Facebook at the Broken Glass Collective.